Welcome to the Traffic Masters Show. Each week, Traffic Masters explores the lifeblood of your business, generating traffic, turning visitors into leads, and conversion strategies. Mastering traffic and conversion allows you to grow a business you love and live the life of your dreams. Welcome to the show. Well, welcome everyone to another great episode of Traffic Masters here on Blog Talk Radio. I am your co-host, Gina Gaudio-Graves, the Dean and Founder of Directions University at DirectionsUniversity.com, calling in live this week from Bonita Springs, Florida, as I do each week on Tuesdays at noon Eastern. Jack and I have a great show lined up for you guys today. First, we have my co-host, Jack Humphrey, the Associate Dean of Directions University, calling in from Richmond, Indiana. Say hello, Jack. Hi, everybody. I'm going to let you do the honors of telling everybody about this guest that we have been so excited about. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to uh, – I've never heard his name pronounced out loud, so I'm going to, I'm going to take a stab at it. But don't be offended, Aloy. <laughs> I hope that that's the way that it's pronounced. Uh, is, that, is that good? Are you here? Yes. Yeah. Hi. Hi, Jake. How are you? How are you? Just fine. All right. Did I pronounce it okay? Okay, great. Yeah, uh, Aloy Velasco is everything but ordinary. Uh, we have a description of him as a very stubborn problem solver with more than 15 years' experience <laughs> in software development, uh, working for Zlin in the Czech Republic. He's a father, a husband, a tech head, sci-fi lover who believes that technology in the right hands has the power to save humankind. We think so, too. Uh, he's a new entrepreneur yeah. with a hunger for knowledge, and he's the man behind the fast-growing social media tool site that we all love called Friends Plus Me. And, uh, and it is Aloy's mission to help people to focus on things that matter. So we've been talking an awful lot about Friends Plus Me, and I can't wait to uh, have Aloy tell us all about that. And without further ado, welcome. Thank you so much for being on the show with us. Hey, Jake. Th- thanks for having me. It's, it's a really, really great opportunity for me to tell more people about Friends Plus Me and how can, how can Friends Plus Me help them with their social media life. So thank you. Well, that's where we should start because I, I think you're so new. I, I know that we at Directions U have completely adopted you as our new uh, pet software and, uh, and, and social media help tool. Um, but I'm sure that you're still working on letting the rest of the world know about Friends Plus Me. So what is Friends Plus Me, and what can it help you do? Well, Friends Plus Me is a, is a little, little very cute service that can help you to f- focus more on social media regarding Google Plus because it helps you to publish only once on Google Plus, and prom- Friends Plus Me can promote your messages to all your other social networks. So it's, uh, it's a great, great time saver that can help you to focus more on what actually matters, and that's in a social media world, it's a creation of a great content. So that's, my, that's the primary goal. That's what Friends Plus Me can help you with, to save you more time, to do okay. great things. Awesome. So, you know, I've, I've used tools like Hootsuite and others in the past, and I've never really liked them because I've, I just, I don't know why. I'm not really um, a big uh, automation tool user when it comes to social media. I'm sort of a purist when it comes to that, meaning that I feel like you should be, you know, as a business owner, you should be attentive to each of your channels. If you're going to send something to Facebook, you need to be at Facebook to engage users when they ask questions, when they make a comment. And uh, what I like about this is that it doesn't take any of the soul out of social media. It just automates one part of the process that really is kind of a pain. And that when you go to Google+, and, uh, and we're all there because we know that's very, very good for our, the health of our business, for search engine rankings, for social media engagement, which is the number one ranking factor of Google's uh, algorithm, Hummingbird, we're all there, but then as soon as we post something, if we want to get, if, that, if that's a message that's proper for us to take to our Facebook page, our business page, or our personal Facebook profile, 
we have to start all over, and we have to go to Facebook, and we have to do the mechanical parts of uploading a photo or making the status update or, or you know. And so what I found was before Friends Plus Me, I was sacrificing my Facebook presence. I, was, I had a certain amount of time. I made my post or shared posts, shared information on Google+. And then I might have thought this would really go over well on Facebook, but I don't have any more time right now. And I, so I would skip it a lot, and I wouldn't cross-post to Facebook or Twitter or any of my other networks in that way, and it would have benefited me in a lot of ways. And now Friends Plus Me makes that part easy because I can post it to Google+, and then it can go over to Facebook or Twitter, and then I can go over there and work with it. And it's already there, all the mechanics of, of you know, if it was a photo or, or something, a video, and, and the status update is already there. And I'm not really going to want to say anything different on my Facebook feed that I would on my Google Plus feed about that content. Then that's why I love it, because it automates the part that really ought to be automated. But you still have to keep your, you know, you've got to keep your, uh, your attention focused on these so people don't think you're phoning it in on Facebook and there's nobody actually there to, hear you when you comment, right? Yeah, Jack, you, you got it absolutely right. That's, that's what exactly what I was trying to do. Just because everybody is telling that cross cross uh, cross posting is bad, but it's not just about cross posting. It's it's about when you want to say something, you don't you don't need to customize it for Twitter user, users only because it's short. You don't want to. So friends plus he can help you with that because you can create just one message, and, it, and Friends Plus Me will customize it for every every single network it goes to. So that, that's a really great part about it. Yeah. So you got it. I thought that right. uh, <laughs> one of the neatest one of the neatest features that you have is the first question that'll come up for any Google Plus Pro is, well, there are things I don't want to post to anywhere else. There's things that are only appropriate for my Google Plus, and you came up with a really interesting way of making sure that you have that level of control. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can control every every single post with, with hashtags. So we, you can, for example, create a hashtag uh, Twitter and uh, set up, uh, it's easy to set up Friends Plus Me, so once you use Twitter hashtag, it will go only to your Twitter account or accounts. So you can, you can very easily control where your new messages go. So you don't you don't need to spam all your social accounts with every single post you post you publish on Google Plus, but you can be very selective about messages you want to deliver. So that's right, really, and you really can even make your own hashtags if you like. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Was, so you you have a list of hashtags you can use, like like uh, hash ns for no share, uh, and you can use that, mm -hmm. uh, and you can use hashtags in the opposite direction that you don't share anything to certain networks unless it has a hashtag that says to share. And you can make your own, or you always have a list, it seems, uh, of preset uh, default hashtags that people can just memorize. And then from that point on, you remember that I think this is the biggest part, is that we're so used to using Google Plus and knowing that it only goes mm -hmm. to where, you know, when people are new to Google Plus, they have circles, and they're big. When we train people on Google Plus, they say, "Now, how do I know where this is going and who can see it?" So there's a learning curve at Google Plus for people yeah. to just understand right off the bat. Well, who's going to see it? What what does it mean when it's public and all that? So after they've gotten over that learning curve, and since 2011, we've been using Google Plus pretty much the same way, and uh, we know we understand circles and everything. And this adds a layer of of understanding, right? Because you've got to know now, when you hook Friends Plus Me up to your Google Plus, you have to know how it works. It's very simple, but you do have to remember, and that's kind of been the hard part for me, is remembering that I'm hooked up to Friends Plus Me and that if I'm sending something like I do a shared circle, um, that only applies to Google. Only people at Google Plus would even care about shared circles. It's a function that doesn't exist on the other social networks. So you want to know share that. Uh, but uh, and I remember that with with uh, circles. I, I kind of I I, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I memorized that first. I don't want to share this on Facebook. But sometimes some other things go through, and then I think, wow, that that actually was really cool. I don't think I would have chosen to share that on Facebook right away. Uh, but now that it's here, <laughs> you know, and then you got to go to Facebook and delete it if you don't want it to be there. It, but I find that I do want a lot of the stuff that I wouldn't necessarily think I was going to share on my Facebook page because it makes me more. 
um, diverse in my content. And a lot of people like to think, I think, that you know, on your Facebook page, your business page, you only share certain kinds of content strictly related to your business. But what we teach and what we've found is that you don't. You want to share a wide variety of information so people can try to see your business and your brand and your page more closely related to a human being, which is what people really follow yeah. on social media. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's very important to be more personal on, on Google+, Plus, especially on Google+, Plus because that's, uh, that's the only social network I've, I've found out so far that's actually about people for people, and, and it's, uh, it's an amazing group of people there. And uh, definitely, Transplasmin can help you with, with uh, a bit of surprise. It can surprise you once you forget for no, on no, no share a hashtag. You can publish, mm -hmm. as you said, posts that you, you would have never thought that they can fit Facebook or Twitter followers. So it's actually it's actually good <laughs> good thing about it. Mm -hmm. Also, so how long has yeah. Friends Plus Me been out? It's it's, it's almost three years now. Yeah, yeah, almost no. three years. Really? Yes, absolutely. It wow! So you really might have quite a user base. I'm sorry, I was just people. saying you might have quite a user base by now. Yeah, yeah, thirty thousand people is. Um, right now. Oh wow! So not everybody. So what kind of data are you seeing? What kinds of things? What kinds of feedback have you been getting from people that really love it and use it there, there are two camps actually: people who love it and people who hate it. It's as, as always, there uh -huh. are two camps. And and those who who love it, they they usually uh, they love controlling every repost with hashtag. They don't want every post to be published everywhere. So they are more uh, picky about about the message they 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 are spreading across all social networks. But uh, those are professionals, more, more professional users. The, the, mm -hmm. the normal users are usually trying and using only the default reposts. So they, they, their philosophy is uh, set it up and forget about it. So they, they don't have to actually care about uh, any cross-promotion, cross-posting or, or anything like it. They just uh, set all their uh, other social accounts like Facebook, Twitter, they, they enable email notification and one notifications and uh, once uh, anybody responds or mentions their their new post or uh, then they just uh, simply reply but so it can it can save you a lot of time also uh, this way so you don't have to check your twitter facebook or all accounts every day every hour or so you're just waiting for emails to, to come come, come for oh, okay so, yeah. Well, that can be kind of hairy, though. I mean, because if you have if you have Gmail, and by default everything from social media goes into the social tab, then mm -hmm. uh, how are people or how are you recommending that people um, if they just are hooking up Friends Plus Me now, that is all going to get lost in there because you're going to also have like Pinterest and you're going to have just tons of other things yeah. that aren't really indicators that you need to go back and comment or, or thank someone for commenting or anything. Are, do you have a system that you recommend to people for uh, handling that? Yes, I've disabled those tabs. So <laughs> I have just simply invoked one, one folder and everything is going there. So I, I see it and I, I'm deleting those, those emails all the time. So. There's, there's actually it's it's a common problem with emails where they're flooding inbox. So I don't think anybody will ever actually solve it <laughs> until yeah. we have plugs in, in our brains. So there's no solution, I guess. <laughs> right, right. Well, we do get help from our phones. We get a, we get the same kinds of or different kinds of alerts on our phones. I think email is the least used thing on a phone now because we have the apps. We have Facebook app. We have Twitter apps, we have Google Plus apps, we have Hangout apps, we, and all of those have a way of hitting you on the dashboard. You've got this many new messages here, and this. I think that's probably the way that I rely on it the most, to know what's really going on on social. 
if I need to go back and pay attention yeah. to somebody said something on one of my pages. Also, Pages Manager, I love that for Android. I, I don't know what I would do without that because I, I have like 52 different business pages for clients and myself. And, and I know every time somebody you know comments on and, – and typically my clients won't know ever unless I see that. And then mm -hmm. I can tell them or one of our staff can tell them, hey, you need to go. Somebody just asked you about wine prices at your winery or whatever on your page. And they're always amazed yeah. that we even know that. That we, how do we even find out about that? <laughs> so yeah. I think I think that works out. I think that would work best for me. But that email question, because we always tell people, you know, that folder, that social folder in your email box, is uh, is something to be very very careful of the way you think about it. One of our clients, yeah. or one of our students at Directions University, looked at it really hard, and he's like. I just got this email, and I'm like, how did you see that email? He said, I opened up my social folder. I'm like, oh, my God, don't do that. That's, you'll, you'll go crazy trying to monitor all of the things that come into that thing. And thank goodness yeah. for you know, Google's generous uh, email inbox allotment because it's just, it just mm -hmm. hits all the time. So, yeah, I think I, that's really cool. I, go ahead. Yeah, do I've, I've solved I solved the overwhelming of uh, of notifications on my e mobile. I've disabled them all. I've I've uh, specified sometimes I I check all those things so I'm not I'm not uh, distracted all day long because I would I would do nothing otherwise. So that maybe they, that, oh yeah that will help because there's so much so so well, much distraction so many distraction yeah oh yeah. So, well, I think the biggest thing to be aware of is if you're using a new tool that's supposed to help you save time, the worst thing you could do is use that tool to make you, you know, waste more time. And so one of the confusing things, and you'll probably agree you've gotten lots of questions about this, is that people would come into Friends Plus Me and start setting it up and, and start setting up super granular control like nothing will happen. They, they, they pretty much take the essence of Friends Plus Me out of Friends Plus Me and set it up so that nothing goes anywhere unless they have a huge hashtagging system, the complicated hashtagging mm -hmm. system that says, go here only <laughs> if this and then that and all of that. I mean, you certainly yeah. recommend against people doing that with it, right? It, it's kind of hard from start just to to mess with the control hashtags. It's it's much much more easier to to set it up on on default and uh, learn it all just one thing at a moment. Because it's it's really the, the biggest problem with the friends plus me is that it can be really complicated to set up because every every single person who's using it wants to set it up differently. And I'm getting millions of emails. I want to set it this way. I, I want to do it this way. And, and once once I I've listened in the past and I've implemented so so many uh, different configurations, uh, switches and uh, enablers and so on, that I'm I'm beginning to regret it. And, and maybe I was I will more simplify the transpose me in the future because it can be really sometimes overwhelming to set it up. <laughs> Definitely. Oh yeah. Yeah. But the good thing about that, uh, the way that it's situated right now is it really does allow those of us who are more experienced to be operating with it however we want. You can be super granular in how you're sharing or super general in how you're sharing. Each and every person can use it differently, and it's hard to design a tool that can be used in such a variety of different ways so elegantly. I commend you for that, actually. Yeah, Gina, I believe you're right. I I may have may have picked my user segment. Uh, may I have not uh, narrowed it down yet. I'm trying to focus on everybody, and that's really harming the the tool. So I may just focus more on on power users, and that may help everybody. Well, as I mentioned, here's what I would tell my students. I would tell my students to choose the audience that you want to target on purpose based on where the money is going to come from in your business. So if you were mm -hmm. one of my students, your audience would be that audience that is most likely to pay for their membership. 
And that's definitely the more experienced users, I think. Don't you? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, that's right. So thanks for advice. I will do it because it's, it's, become, it's beginning to be really, really hard to focus because of all those emails from newbies. And so power users, they're absolutely they're fun. fun, the best customers because they, they just click here, click there, and they, they got it very quickly. Well, Jack and I teach people a model for building businesses that we call the amazing traffic vortex. And once you understand how it works, it's really a very, very holistic, organic system for building businesses. If we can help you in any way to apply it to your business, please just let us know. We'd be happy to help you do that. We love Friends Plus Me. I take you over what because I need any help I can get <laughs> right now. I I never never there's never enough help because it's really hard sometimes. I, <laughs> what could, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Do you Let have anybody helping you? Or are you running this all by yourself or are there other people that help with friends plus me? Yeah, it's just me right now. The revenue is not not big enough to, to employ anybody or or just to give a contract or some so so it's I'm full time on this and uh, just it's just me at the moment I'm managing. Oh, I have a I have a power it's, user it's question not. for you that I don't think. Oh, cool! I, I have a power user question that I don't know that anybody who doesn't use Friends Plus Me yet will understand, but I really need this uh, information so. I accidentally okay. post something to Google Plus and I didn't use the no share tag. How much time do I have to go back and put the no or can I go back and put the no share tag in as an edit before it goes out to everything else? Yes, you can you can put put the no share hashtag there. If you're on a free plan you have up to ten minutes. If you're on a premium plan you have to be really quick because you have less than a minute. <laughs> Okay. Wow, okay. That seems sort of backwards. It seems like you should give people more time on the premium plan if they make a mistake. <laughs> so premium has actually you, you got more actually, priority. It goes out faster. Yeah, absolutely. And you can actually slow, okay. slow uh, delay repost. Once you uh, enable repost scheduling, you can, you can pick between setting up uh, predefined times at which you want Transplasting to publish to other networks, or you can actually delay the repost. Five, okay. I, mean, I believe it's from five, five to sixty minutes. So you can you can uh, uh, give yourself some time to uh, fix typos or delete the post or whatever. So. Okay. When did you add? When did you add circle count statistics to this? Uh, sorry, I, I didn't get the question. Oh, I was going to uh, when did you add circle count? I, I noticed somewhere, and I'm trying to find it again uh, in, my, um, in my account, I noticed that circle count yeah. was showing up in here. So you're using their it's API a, to pull statistics. Yes, we've partnered, and I'm, I'm getting their, their data, data. I'm registering every, every Google Plus account uh, users connect to uh, friends plus me. I'm I'm sharing with them, and they are gathering statistics, and so on. And uh, you can check the circle account uh, inside. It's in a detail of every connected Google Plus account. In menu menu is insights. Look for insights. Nice. And it, is there any custom data getting pulled from circle count, or is it? Uh, just strictly linking up to the API, and what I mean by that is it is it just tracking the things that Friends Plus Me is tracking, or is it is this a look at my circle count basically uh, in total? So the stats stats that I'm looking at are the same stats I'd be looking at if I was in circle count. These are all, almost the same stats as as uh, circle counts can you, as you can find on your circle count uh, profile. There's only only 
I'm not sure right now what there is a one one metric that you you cannot find there but uh, uh, pa, pa, pa. yeah but uh, I, I was I wondering because to, there's one that's called average comments and average reshares is currently not pulling back from circle count right now it's showing zero no. on those yes but I think that's a circle mm -hmm. count thing not a friends plus me thing yeah, yeah, it's definitely there. Mm -hmm. Well, we're we're still working on on the API. It's uh, really early to uh, we started the part uh, the integration just a few months ago, and it's a really moving target right at the moment. <laughs> so. Mm -hmm. I notice also that you can have team members. I haven't uh, put any team members in, but uh, can you tell us um, a little bit more about that function and, and what, I mean, because that's definitely a power user thing or uh, somebody who has somebody come in and just do it for them, but uh, what other functions yeah. are available under the team members thing? Yeah, there are, there are two, two types of team members. You can invite two types. One is uh, is a power user that can actually manage entire entire profile, like connect new accounts and and so on, and the other is just an account manager which you can as you can assign to him a subset of already connected accounts that he can manage. He can schedule posts or uh, or uh, delete from queue or or put them to queue or just he can just manage manage posts for those accounts. So depends depends on uh, how many how many coworkers or partners do you have that can help you, or and how many how much uh, uh, privileges do you want to uh, to offer them to to give them. So awesome. It's, it's, so any uh, success stories or case studies? Any any have you reached out to your user base to? Uh, uh, talk about or to ask them about their feedback and case study inf information that people are using this successfully or uh, how it, how it, everything's going for your best users. Yeah, um, they usually they have a good good experience with it because uh, especially on Facebook they they're getting more user uh, engagement there. Also on, on Twitter, some some. Uh, some said that they have the, their user engagement increased to 230 percent, 300 percent, because they they were um, uh, putting Facebook and Twitter to the background. They were focusing more on, on Google Plus, and they were they they were just skipping Facebook and Twitter. So Friends Plus me definitely helped them helped them to increase number of their followers and and so so. So far, it looks like uh, Friends Me can actually help people to get back all those followers, likes, and and whatever from on those on social networks they have actually left. So they don't have to bother with Facebook, for example, every day. They just leave it on Friends Me, and, and a lot of people like it because, uh, especially, the mostly. Friends Plus Me users are are Google Plus power users, so they don't want that much focus on Facebook or other social networks. Mm -hmm. so, but they know it's important, and they know they want to post there. They just uh, and be yeah. active there if they can, and do it easily. But they want to, they don't want to pull focus away from Google Plus. And I can understand Definitely. that because that's that describes me perfectly. <laughs> 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 it, it's so much easier everything on Google Plus because, like I said, people there are just amazing. I've I've learned so much. It's amazing. I've never experienced such such a thing on Facebook and Twitter. Oh yeah, I so, mean that's that's our we hear that all the time from people that we bring into Google. We've we've brought so many people into Google Plus, all of our clients and students and. Um, their reaction is much the same. It's just uh, it's a deeper level of engagement and, and a type of engagement that we, uh, a certain segment of people who started out using Facebook and social media always seem to be missing. And 
uh, and Google was our chance to do it right. Google Plus is our chance to do social media right. And at learning from our mistakes, learning from the mistakes of the people who set up other social networks, and and um, and create a, a type of engagement that not everybody craves. There's a lot of people who are very very adamant about Facebook. They do not like Google Plus, but uh, there was a very large 300 to 500 million people who actually feel that you know there was something to be gained from a new social network, a new kind of attitude. And Google Plus let us set the culture, which was really nice. They didn't try to do anything but provide us with a tool, and we got to set the culture of the place. So we're really, really hard on spammers, and they don't find it a very good experience to be on Google Plus. And, and trolls, uh, you know, they're there, but it's not a very enjoyable thing because Google Plus users are highly motivated, highly trained social media users and they know not to feed the trolls and that if you don't feed the troll if you don't engage them in their negative stuff then they get nothing that's their whole fuel is negativity so that's been kind of bred out to a larger extent on Google than any other network um, one of the things I was going to ask you about though was Facebook has a way you're probably familiar with network blogs that old old mm -hmm. service that uh, yeah and so we know now that Facebook is very aware of, of services like that that enable people to post from other places automatically to Facebook. And they, are, they have been for a couple of years now, or at least a year, throttling uh, how many of the updates that you send through network blogs get posted to other people's timelines who are following you. Do you experience, have you experienced, or do you expect any trouble in that regard if Facebook puts you in some sort of a throttling situation that things that come from friends plus me don't get treated the same as a status update that was done straight on Facebook? I think it's Facebook would be against itself because uh, there is no other way that they can actually get data from Google Plus other than, than what's reposted because they are not uh, crawling Google Plus at all. So it, it should it, I see this way that uh, it's a great, great opportunity for them to get more data, and because Facebook is uh, actually uh, like Google, there they are really focusing on data and, and looking for ways to get more information about every single user. It's, it's uh, they can just benefit from it. There mm -hmm. is, uh, yeah, with friends plus me had a had a uh, history with Facebook that. They they uh, don't like posts that, that look like they are published from a machine. So I've been working hard to make all reposts look very very native, like like human-like uh, format. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the only thing I've I've uh, I've had a problem with so far. And until the, that's all. Right? No problem so at all. So you, you, on the back end of Friends Plus Me, do you have data about the kinds of things people are sharing and what's working and what's not? Uh, not at all. Right now, I've been focusing strongly on the UI and, and basics like uh, make it work, make it work properly. Make it stable, and uh, I'm moving slowly to a phase where I'll, I'll be able to provide users more analytics and uh, dig more actionable data from from uh, all from transplasmic system. So right now, there's almost nothing but but simple counters of how how much is posted where. But this is definitely something that will be they are, I will implement in in the near future. And that's going to be really, really powerful. Yeah. You know, if you look at HubSpot just as an example, their whole platform mm -hmm. really exists just so that they can get the data that's really where they make the majority of their money from. It's all that data. I think you have the ability to get even better data because of what Friends Plus Me does. Don't you think, Jack? It would, yeah, be very interesting to open up a new, um, possibly a new revenue stream for, for Friends Plus Me as well. But yeah, it would be very interesting to um, get a bird's eye view of 
what it is um, that's really, really working on the ground, like in, you know, mm -hmm. actual shares, how people are doing with that. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure that that is a big project. I'm sure that's not a simple problem to solve at all, well, along with all of the other requests for, for things that you probably have sitting on your desk now from other users. But it sure would be neat once you have that done to really be able to dig into that data and see uh, just exactly how everybody's using it and what the effect is on the other networks um, and their experience. That's why I was asking about case studies earlier. I figured you probably didn't have this, so I was thinking, well, maybe mm -hmm. you, you know, uh, at least um, uh, a casual uh, feedback from your users on, on their experience, which would be about all you could do without that system. Yeah. The first question is, is uh, at the moment, it's, it's quite a simple and primitive system. And uh, I definitely plan to partner with, uh, with uh, products like Node3X Node and uh, Count to get, get more, more data. And to analyze more data, and to give give actually actually people something they can they can uh, act on based on, on base uh, give them some metrics they can they can actually use to decide what's good, what's bad, what should they do, because that's that's where I believe that's where the future is, is to help people to make good decisions. Because these tools are just real tools, but I'm, I'm looking into the future, and, and I see Transplasmi as, as a virtual assistant that will help you to do things you want to, to actually reach your goal. That, that's, that's the mission to help you to reach your goal. Yeah. Well, it's aside from power users, aside from power users, what? Um, how could you refine that a little bit? What are the types of people uh, within that power user category that are really loving and using this, who benefit from it the most? And I can, I can start you off with the reason that we like it is we have a lot of clients and students that are solopreneurs. They're uh, much like you. They, they're running the whole show themselves. And they need to be able to uh, use automation in a um, – in a in a good way, so they can still be real because this is social and and it, it demands that you know as soon as people feel like you're phoning it in and it's just automated completely, they don't pay attention anymore, they don't engage. But so those are the those that's what DU represents. When we came in and said we love this tool, that's a group that I think uh, we know that is really benefiting from it already. And as we get more people uh, setting it up and using it and giving us their feedback. We're finding that it is really a great tool for them. Are there any other types of power users, like agencies or other people, that you want to see more of and are and using your tool more? Yeah, definitely agencies, because uh, and uh, social media managers that they usually subscribe to a premium and and so they can able, they can connect uh, their clients' accounts and and manage them. That's definitely a huge huge group. And as you said, solopreneurs definitely significant amount between uh, transplasm users, and they're just hobbyists. I, I call them hobbyists. The, the people just sign up so they don't don't have to bother to uh, repost manually uh, pictures of cats and, and dogs. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. Yeah, there's and, a lot of those really, out there too. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> it's very popular. I, I I don't know why I have have not been able to find out the the reason behind it, but there's a lot of cats on Google Plus. <laughs> My goodness, yes. And, uh, I don't know, and I'm a dog person. Yeah. I always I'm like I'm I follow people who have dog uh, fetishes more, <laughs> the ones that post more dog stuff, <laughs> just because I feel like they need our support. The cats are just dominating everything. Yeah, they just they look more cute, I guess. <laughs> so, what are some of the problems um, that you see right now? What are some of the? You said you were use, working on the user interface for Friends Plus Me. What are uh, mm -hmm. what are some of the things that you're dealing with now? What are some of the things that people have been saying that they would like better than what has what you have now? Um, give us some insight on maybe like where you're going right now with any of the new changes that you're working hard to make now. 
Yeah, I've, it's just a few days I've released a, a new redesigned uh, website. It looks much, much better because all those account, all accounts are just uh, one under, in one line, so you don't have to click, click, uh, use three clicks to, to get to what you want. So that's, that's a big bonus. Next thing, I, I'd like to release uh, a feature that will help you to publish to Google Plus profiles. That's really huge. I, I, I'm able to, to do this only because of the new uh, Friends Plus Me Chrome extension, because there's no, there's no uh, available API from Google. So it's not, not possible to publish to Google Plus profiles other way. And uh, next thing, users are all, always and constantly asking to, for more social networks. So they, they'll be able to connect more, a bigger variety of social networks. That's definitely, and analytics, as you said, it's, it's really important, but really hard to do right. <laughs> so, so next right, step, right. future, in the, definitely analytics, because it's just, I'm solving right now just the, in one step, just, just the publishing, and, and the feedback is, is almost done. So I have, I have to help my users to get, get more feedback, because otherwise it's, it's just a well, dog with two legs. So. Exactly, yeah. Uh -huh. Awesome. So, uh, Gina, so do you have any other that's, questions? That's my solution. Sorry, I was muted. What are your future plans for Friends Plus Me? Future? Ooh. I want to grow it. World domination. Yes, <laughs> that's my secret. Secret, not that secret at the moment. Not that secret goal. I want to grow it to a million users. I want to help at least million users to to live a better life, to save more time. It's it's crazy. I'm working on a tool that that's actually able to help people save time, but I'm not. I myself, I'm not able to get more free time to be with my family. So. That's my, that's my personal <laughs> you're gonna goal. Need, yeah, you're gonna need a new app for yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's something like go home and don't work. <laughs> but my big my big personal goal is just to be more with my family. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well of course because what that's, that's gonna require is that do, not yeah. just a million yeah, not just a million users, but uh, premium users, a, a percentage of that being good premium users. And uh, what do you think is the biggest barrier to that, has been the biggest barrier to that so far? Is it a preconceived, I have a feeling in, in some power user circles, it's a preconceived notion that we've all been hammered into our brains that you cannot phone it in on social media, that it's that automation of any kind now is, anathema to what social media is supposed to be. And I feel like yeah. that's got to have some kind of an impact, but do you feel like that is as big of an impact as I do, or do you, or is there something else that has prevented uh, more wide adoption of this uh, to get you closer to that million user mark? I believe it, 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 it's the notion, as you said, it, it's uh, the cross-promotion sounds like a forbidden fruit. It's it's what everybody was telling. Uh, it's, it's not good. You shouldn't do it, and and so on. But uh, I see it as a as a. Uh, it's it's not a good idea to 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 fight fight that. Just to the only thing that will help is just actually show show the people that that save time. And yeah, without without sacrificing uh, the the thing that everybody's afraid to use automation for. Yeah. 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 Without sac sacrificing the personal touch on every social network, no, nobody said it's it's uh, forbidden to to publish once and uh, let use tools to publish on other networks. It's just the I don't know. It's it's been repeated so so long for so many times that people actually started to believe it, and it's time to change yeah. it. Well, I, you know, I was part of that. I uh, I was part of that movement. Um, I still am to a great extent. There's not another tool that I even use to mess with my social accounts. I only use Friends Plus Me. And before that, I used nothing. Oh. 
And so it's a, it's a, it's a great step to have somebody like me come in and use it and find that there is room for automation in social media if you know what needs to be, what can be automated and what should not be automated. And you hit the sweet spot for us. I mean, we, we really believed in all of that. We still do that if you phone it in too much, if you're too much uh, just doing it, you know, and you're not responsive to your people, we know what that's like because we used to use tools like that. We're in an industry that yeah. invents tools like that. I have invented tools like that myself. When I didn't really understand social media and I didn't really understand about engagement, and then the thing that, that finally drove it home for us is that Google is using it as a primary driver of how they rank sites now, engagement. And mm -hmm. so engagement is so important. It was before because without engagement, you can't get people to care enough to come to your website and buy something. But now Google's saying, without engagement, we're not going to rank you. If you don't have any poll out there in the social world, we're not going to use any of those indicators that would have been there to rank your site, to rank the content you're linking from social. So it's just quadruply important that we, you know, we do a good job with our social media marketing. But at the same time, you, you found the one thing that I had totally agree that should be and can be safely automated that doesn't take the soul, the heart and soul out of, social media that has to be there in order to get that engagement. So I highly commend yeah. you for that. That's why we wanted you on the show. That's why we're so excited to talk to you today. <laughs> Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. It's great to talk well, to you because the last friends post me. Yeah, awesome. Well, we really enjoyed talking to you today. We have a 10-minute segment with Jan Riley and a Directions University bachelor's student coming up. You can find Aloy and his awesome, awesome tool at friendsplus, it's friendsplus.me. And go sign up for it. It's free. And check it out. And if you're not yet a Google Plus Power user, this might just change your mind. Because from Google Plus, you can broadcast to all your other social networks but not in a negative way, not in a bad way. You still have to be there, and you still have to watch your, your notifications and be present on your other social networks to actually be getting social right. But this tool helps with that one thing that's kind of a pain or is a really big pain if you really have been going to every other social network and custom posting every single thing that you would love to have just had your Google Plus broadcast and then go see the engagement that you get on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn as those automatically go up on those profiles. So it's a brilliant tool. I recommend everybody go check it out, friendsplus.me. And again, Aloy, thank you so much. I'd love to have you on again uh, as we go along. And, and when you hit that million user mark, you've got to come back and celebrate with us. Definitely. Thanks, Jack, again. And I'll Thanks let, for having I'll me. I'll have Jan let you know how you can get in touch with us to get our help in your own business, too. Okay. Thank awesome. you so much. Thank and now you. we Thanks. have Jan Riley with DU faculty member and bachelor student Cynthia Gardner O'Neill. Hi, I'm Jan Riley, and I want to welcome Cynthia to the call. So, Cynthia, tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, thanks for having me here, and um, I am known as the Illuminator of Love, and I teach Illumination through Education through the heart, and um, the name of my business is the Center for Loving Consciousness. But one of the things I really love to teach about is about the heart, about having a healthy heart for a healthy mindset to be the life you love. Now, um, I have recently been made a faculty member at Directions University, and I'm a faculty member with um, the service mindset. So I help people learn more about themselves and where they can be of loving service to this world and find what is their heart's desire. Um, you know, our the the heart is such an important part of who we are because the way life begins is the embryotic embryotic heart cell is the first cell upon our conception. And then from there we have the heart organ is the first organ. 
And the heartbeat is a signature sound of who we are. Wow. And the more we know about ourselves, the more we come in balance with who we are, our truth. And we begin to feel more. Now, one of the things um, I love about teaching around the heart is about us um, awakening our heart and beginning to feel again, because we've been so desensitized in this world um, with what's outside of us. You know, uh, when we're getting ill, we always have to find something outside of us to fix us or something like that. Or in order for us to be more, we have to find something outside of us to, to be more. And really everything is within us. And knowing more about ourselves, knowing about our heart really makes um, a difference for learning and becoming more aware of who we are, our truth. And um, I, there are, for me, there are um, five levels and I, of harmonics, and that's what I love to teach about is the harmonics of the heart, getting the heart into coherence. And the levels of harmonics are heart awareness, becoming heart aware, what your heart is really doing for you, how magnificent it is. And um, it is, you know, 60 times more amplified than any parts of our body. I mean, that so, was amazing when I, I, when I first to, learned that. I just mm-hmm. want to interrupt you really briefly because I want to ask what may be an obvious question, but it may mm-hmm. not be. And are you talking about the physical heart? Are you talking about the emotional heart or both? Both the the physical heart gives off that vibration. You know, it's constantly um, in a vibratory motion, a frequency that um, you know we're all energy, and the frequency of the heart, which is the heart, the heartbeat, as it beats, even the sound of the heart, the physical sound of the heart, and everything is giving off um, a frequency. And all of our body does, but the heart itself is, like I said, 60 times more amplified. And now amplified is what we're putting out from our heart. Oh, okay. Okay, it's a frequency coming out of us. Okay, so, and then the other part of this is it's 5,000 times more electromagnetic. So magnetic is what we bring back to ourselves. So we've always heard, you know, what we put out, we get back. Well, the heart is the core of what we put out is what we get back. So in your heart, if you're vibrating um, a frequency, I always say the state of your being, let it be love. Now, what that means is like two people can be doing the same job, a laboring job, okay? One of them is bitching, if I can use that language, (laughs) and moaning and groaning and just really unhappy and just is angry and hateful and spiteful and just hates what he's doing. And then there's another guy who's there, and he's doing the exact same job. But the other guy, he's happy, he's grateful that he has a job, and he's doing it, and he's like so happy that he's in the state of being of bliss because he's just happy he has, is having something to do, and he's earning some money, and he's living life, and he's actually the job might be in a really cool place. Who knows? But his right. perception, his heart is his state of being is love. And so he's putting out there, and so what happens is he's having a much better life and a much better experience being in that state of being than the other guy is. Which one, which being would you rather be? Right. And what being in your heart would you rather be? This is how we also have a choice in this life as far as, um, I always say, an attitude and diet full of love is a life full of miracles. Hmm. Your attitude is up to you. That's why we've been given free will and choice. And the heart, you know, the, the, um, it is two-thirds neurological brain cells, okay? So that's our first brain. They say we have two brains, but our first brain, our main brain is our heart. That's where a lot of our wisdom is. So get out, I always say to people, get out of your head and get into your heart because your heart is so much wiser than your brain. And how do you think that helps people make better decisions and, you know, have a really better quality of life? Because I completely agree with you. 
I think a lot of people don't realize how powerful it is in real terms to get into their heart. You know, we oh, get a lot of a lot of stuff in our culture that tells us your head is the where it's at. Well, yeah, uh, absolutely. That's been the way it has been for a long time because that's about control. It's about mm-hmm. trying to control our lives and and. And really, you know, I always say stop controlling your life and start living. We live from our hearts. Our hearts are what give us life. It is our blood that flows through us. It's, the, it's what carries the oxygen through our body and everything. I always say the big saying that I say to a lot of my clients is breathe deep into your heart and love yourself more today than you did yesterday. When you become into that place with inside yourself where you have knowledge about how magnificent you are, that you start understanding that, that you are magnificent and that you can um, take care of yourself. You begin to start accepting yourself and then you start loving yourself. And when you start doing that, you start knowing what your truth is, who you are. And guess what you start doing? You start trusting yourself. One one time, um, when I first met my beloved that I'm with right now, um, he said to me, he goes, gosh, you seem like a person who trusts people like almost too much. He goes, you're just kind of, you know, he goes, you're always trusting people. Um, is it that easy for you to trust people? And I had, I had to think about that. And um, And finally, it was actually the next day that I approached him and I said, you know, I really thought about you asking me that question is, do I trust everyone and everything? And my answer is, it's not that I trust everyone and everything. What I trust is me. I trust my choices. I trust my decisions. I trust that I won't put myself in a situation where I'm going to, like, if I look down this alley and um, it doesn't look safe for me, I'm going to feel that it's not safe for me and I'm going to make a wise decision because my heart's telling me that's not healthy for you. And that's the other thing. When we're in our hearts, it tells us, you know, what is healthy for us and what isn't. When we listen to our heart, we know what is healthy for us or not. And that's a question I have. Many of my clients ask themselves, is this healthy for me? When we take some time to get to know ourselves, we can answer those questions from within. We have that intuition and knowing. And that's what intuition is. It's about that, um, that knowing from within. It's who, it's who we are. And again, going back to trust, trusting ourselves, when we start trusting ourselves, we also magnify that trust out. So we're or amplifying it out, but you're, you're, tr- you're, you, you trust yourself. And yep. guess what? Other people trust you too. That's what comes back to you. So um, I'm amplifying out, you know, 60 times amplification from the rest of my body. I'm amplifying out trust. Yeah. And guess what I get back? A hundred times plus of people trusting me. Cynthia, I want people to know exactly how to find out more about you. So where can they find out more about you and, and how to work with you? Well, I have a website and it is um, www.lovingconsciousness.com. And that's loving, L-O-V-I-N-G consciousness c-o-n-s-c-i-o-u-s-n-e-s-s thingconsciousness.com and um, I am putting together a new program it's called Heartmonics and Heartmonics is about a healthy heart for a healthy mindset to be the life you love and what that does is it increases the have in your life Mm -hmm. and it improves the health of your heart with loving consciousness hi Once again, this is Jan Riley, and thanks so much for joining us. Stay tuned because we've got Gina Gaudio-Graves and Jack Humphrey. They're getting ready to continue with our special featured guest. And I want to invite you now to visit me on my website at youcreateyou.com. Well, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Jack and I will be back next week. 
same time, same place, for another episode of Traffic Masters here on Blog Talk Radio. Have a great week, everybody. Join us Tuesday at noon Eastern for the next episode of Traffic Masters, from traffic to conversion to business success.